Okay, 2020 Radio, we're back today and we're chatting about a book that we were kind of obsessed with at the beginning of the year. Absolutely obsessed with, Can't yeah. Hurt Me by David Goggins. And if you haven't read it, uh, this is going to be our encouragement for you to read it. And if you have read it, it's kind of a good review of kind of what, and, and it'll be a good re- review for us of what is impactful yeah. and what kind of our takeaways are now. I mean, you read it in December. I read it in December. And then I read it like a half of it again, like in January. January, yeah. And like, I've wanted to just keep on reading it over and over again. I'd say one thing, if you haven't read it or even heard of the book, I would read living with a seal first. I just saw it up there on that shelf over there, yeah. like living with a seal first, just cause that's more like funny. Ha ha. You get a little bit. Yeah. It kind of gets you in. It's a quick read and they get into the can't hurt me. So the story is about a guy named David Goggins. He is uh, he's an ex Navy seal. And uh, basically it follows him from, I mean, it's a story of his life. Yeah, and all the kind of trials and tribulations that he went through, and um, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, if you could be dealt a bad deck of cards, like he got, he got, he got, got you got the worst deck you could possibly have. It feels like, or it yeah. seemed like, yeah, in America, yeah, in America, in America, he yeah, got one of the worst hands you can get. But but he um, he, he kind of found a, a way out, and, and the realization that he had is nobody's going to do it for him. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to do it himself. So. I think my first takeaway, we, we made a bunch of notes of our, our takeaways. My first takeaway is we all have it really good. Yes. Like day-to-day, life's pretty easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comparatively speaking to what everybody else is, and we don't, we, I think because we don't go through, at least in our little worlds right now, the same type of suffering, we don't know what, you know, we don't realize everything else that's going on out there. Sometimes I'll actually sit down and think like, all right, there is in every circumstance, it's worst possible, best case scenario, both any and all far between. If you sit down and really think about it, at every point in the day, at every second, one of those scenarios has to be happening. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't get it. So, all right. So, say you're thinking of um, uh, something really, really bad that happened. Like, so a, a kid being taken somewhere. Guaranteed somewhere in the world that's being happened right oh, now. Yeah, right. right. Say someone's getting married. Probably somewhere in the world that's happening right now. But you don't you don't realize that like there's billions of people out there and everyone has different scenarios that there's so much going on in the world that we don't that we take for granted. Right. And um, so so with this with this guy he uh, you know he he was dealt a, a bad deck of cards and just kind of you know wrote it wrote it through and what he kind of used as his motive is he learned how to suffer. Yeah. And, and part of that was, you know, he was forced to suffer as a kid sleeping in a skate rink, uh, you know, with an alcoholic father who was violent and, you know, go, gone down the list. Uh, but he kind of, he learned to find shelter in suffering. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for us, or at least my takeaway is, you know, how can we do little things throughout our day that are really hard um, to, to teach us, and he calls it callousing his mind, to teach us to get a little bit tougher. Yeah. So that when things do go wrong, you've, you've kind of been there. And you were just, before we started talking, you were you mentioned taking a cold shower. That's not going to hurt you. No. It's not going to cause any physical damage. However, it it will get you a little bit tougher. Yeah. So that when, you know, when cold water, you know, use that as a, a metaphor for, for something else in life. When cold water, you know, splashes on you, you're not going to freak out. You're going to be able to handle that stressful situation. Yeah. And I, I look at it more also as a, as a way of like, there's a lot of thoughts that go through your mind before you turn the cold water on, but we don't always recognize those thoughts. So like 
if you take a second and think, man, I really don't want to, yeah, what are you afraid of? So that you can say, all right, you have this second to think and practice the thought of choosing to do something that is hard. So it's more than just choosing to, you know, do the cold shower. It's the practice of the thought that goes behind it. So then next time a thought comes up, you're like, oh, I've, I recognize this. I've, I've had this feeling before rather than just having feelings because that doesn't do you any good. Yeah, same thing with go. You know, you might have a similar feeling when you go to have a difficult conversation with somebody. Yeah. You have to, you have to confront somebody about something. It's that same kind of like, you know, you get that feeling kind of down in your throat that you have with the cold shower. And if you're doing that every day on a consistent basis, you, you practiced overcoming the feeling. And I think, you know, that the same thing carries over. Of course, we're going to talk about fitness a little bit. Same thing goes, Hey, you look at the workout and you're like, gosh, I really don't want to do that. Like we said before, like that's your day to go because you need to confront that fear. And e- each time you do that, you add a layer. Yeah. You, know, you add a layer of strength. So yeah. Um, and the open's been a clear, <laughs> been a good, uh, good practice of that. It's like yeah, you, all this leads up to, man. All right, you just, you just got to do it. Yeah, and that's and so that was another thing that you mentioned is the I forget what we what it's called the accountability mirror or something that yeah, um, you know that he he mentions in the book where he you got to acknowledge who you are, the real who you like, are, like the truth. Like yeah, if you look in the mirror, try not to, to, to blow it up and, and paint a fake picture of what you really are. If, who you are on Instagram is not who you are. Yeah. Oh, it's for like sure. Your best stuff, the coolest, the coolest, your best self, the coolest things you're doing, but it's not, that's not real life. So, you know, he's a big fan and I'm, I'm trying to emulate that of like, no, like, where are you right now? Yeah. And, and like you're saying in the open, that's a, a great way from a fitness standpoint of can't hide it. No, you can't hide it all. And, and I think, I think a lot of times we've, in our society, we get to the point where, you know, just, you know, positive self-talk, positive, positive. I agree with that a hundred percent, especially in working out. You gotta, you gotta be positive and you have to be able to tell yourself, Hey, all right, let's keep going. Or, uh, you have to be motivating. But I think there's also a negative aspect of that. If you don't tell yourself where you actually are, if you're like, Hey, you know, you're, 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 you're 10, you're 20 pounds overweight, but that's okay. You you know, you just, you're a good person. Yeah. Fantastic. You know what? You're still, you know, that's still, that's still who you are and that's fine. And that's okay. Now, once you realize that, then you can take something and start moving somewhere else versus just sitting where you are. Right. I love that part in the mirror. So like just having an honest conversation with yourself of where you are, what you're good at, what you're not good at, taking inventory. But then actually doing something with it. Right. Not just giving yourself a break. Yeah. This is the first year. So like we're talking about the open a little bit, like every other year that I've done it, I've always been like, man, I suck at handstand pushups. And then I get to the year and I still suck at handstand pushups, right. Or toes to bar or whatever. And then this last year was the first time when I've actually been like, all right, I'm going to take every weakness I have. And that's what I'm going to focus on. And it's made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, But you have to actually, you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And then, you know, the, the other note is the consistency of just doing hard things over and over, finding new challenges and, you know, going back to the callous, callous mind mindset is, uh, you know, what can you do to push yourself to experience a little discomfort, mm-hmm. not die, and then come back. And then do it over and over again. Over and over. Like, how was the Psycho Wico? Because I know, like, the whole group of, well, you guys did it last year, but then there's a group, more people that signed up to it after reading that book. Mm-hmm. They were like, all right, let's go ahead and let's yeah, go ahead and do that. I mean, it, it was, I hate to say, it was like nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's a 10 mile trail race uh, in ice, 
and snow. And, uh, this year it was. Last year it was pure mud. But it's it's a ton of elevation change. I don't have a statistic, but you're going up and down the whole way. It was it was like 34 degrees and raining. Yeah. And so kind of like ideal horrible circumstances <laughs> yeah. and I, I really kind of came back to uh, I forget who somebody was in front of me and I said this is a bunch of a suburban boys pretending to be tough for a couple hours yeah you know like that's like like nobody's shooting at us Mm-mm. like nobody's chasing us like we're doing this because we want to we're paying to do it bellies are full afterwards yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh, it kind of gave me perspective of hey like life is not if this is the hardest thing you're going to do things are going really really well so uh, when you look at it from, from that standpoint you know the glasses have fill but um, but actually doing it and kind of putting up with the, the pain and the cold and being wet and all that kind of stuff you just I, I don't know I've kind of found just by reading this book I kind of found another gear yeah and I think that probably could have changed it because you could go into that same scenario in the same fitness level that you are right now run the same time probably but you could have gone man this sucks you could have been this is this is stupid why am I doing this and it's a whole other situation I just looked at it as now this is a unique challenge like oh there's a river and it's like the water is freezing and I'm going to go run through that river like that's amazing yeah Uh, and so you know they're almost like a bit of gratitude like the whole way through it like being able to feel you know being able to feel that pain Mm -hmm. being able to feel that cold is 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 a it's a reward yeah more so than it is like a detriment to like you being being beat down so i think that that's you know maybe the what has been on suffering and uh you know training that i i think it's i think the suffering is kind of a reward Mm-hmm. Like when your mind and body are, are strong enough to be able to handle that, like th- things are going pretty well. Because at, at one point, one one of the two will fail. Yes. You know, a lot of times your body, like I told this to you in one of the open workouts, I'm like, you got two minutes left. Most people don't get to feel that. Yeah. You know, when you're going super hard, max heart rate, whatever it is, most people don't get to feel that pain that you're in. Because they're not willing to go there. So enjoy it yeah like you you've earned that opportunity so uh, you know that's where the, the the physical side of it is super important which we talk about a lot of you know being able to train your body to get strong and you know aerobically fit but your the mental side of it has to be able to hang on oh my gosh um but you and, and the best way to do that is practice it consistently yeah in, in safe areas like in in ways that are that are you know that you can practice you know choosing to say yes in a scenario where you would typically say no and you know because it'd make you uncomfortable and that's like even more the more that you practice it will show you how much your body is actually capable of yeah. like the stuff that he goes through it's like you wouldn't think the human body could do you know like running on broken legs for uh, a long time having pneumonia and um it, it's you know i need to go back and read it again you you've listened to it on audible i, I read it on kindle we, we, you haven't listened to it yet no. Oh, man. That'll so be, that'll be a reward. Yeah. So listening to it, because in between the chapters that he does a mini podcast. So it's like. And gives recommendations. Recommendations, but it goes even more in depth. So it's like a little mini podcast, audio show, uh, radio show in between each chapter. So he dives in more deeply. on each, It's it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't narrate it, the book, but, but they talk about in, in between the little blurbs in between. Yeah. 
So I, you know, from my standpoint, I think it's a it's a read that you got to go through maybe maybe once a year. Yeah. Just to kind of just kind of reset your reset your reset your brain and and understand that life is not about having you know what, what's the saying e, you know easy choices hard life you mm-hmm. know, hard choices easy life. Yeah. And I don't know that he's had an easy life, but I think we can. Yeah, you know, us suburban fellas. Yeah, you know, apply some of his lessons. Oh, absolutely. A lot of a lot of the hard way. Yeah. Um, well, and even like, and you'll you'll notice like in his in this in this story as in everybody's story there's never it's never it's not a gradual upcrease it's not a gradual increase the entire time i mean so he hits periods in the beginning where he's like oh man he's on the up and up next thing you know freaking crashes down and then he's back up it's like the stock market it's like but that that's normal ebb and flow of life if we were just on the constant up that's not real life that's you're bound to hit the the other side of the pendulum sooner or later and i think the book uh really does a good job of like you know emulating that and like showing hey yeah he figured some stuff out and stuff got hard it looked like it's going well not so much anymore had some other challenges some of them self-inflicted and then you know my the, the last thing you know kind of summarizes you know, a lot of a lot of us, you know, read read this book and kind of, in a way, idolize what he's able to do and all the hardships he's been able to um, to overcome. But it's not all. Uh, in my opinion, it's not. He's not balanced. No. So, um, and you know, he didn't dig into much about his personal life, his relationships, divorce, kids, whatever it is. Um, there's definitely a piece of that's that that's missing. So my takeaway from it is there's a lot of stuff in there that I can do to kind of harden up to mm-hmm. get, to get, to get tougher, not at the exception of my, uh, my relationships. No. You know, so, um, I'm probably not going to do a hundred mile race anytime soon. No. You know, cause, cause that would sacrifice my time away from family and I'd be a turd for the week after that. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I've got to find, you know, kind of smaller ways where I can quote unquote callous my mind on a, on a daily basis. And, um, you know, perhaps not take on those extreme, um, you know, extreme adventures that he's, you know, so widely known for. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Got to, got to figure out little ways. I think a perfect way is just come to class. Yeah. <laughs> you can just come to class, come to class. work out and, uh, take some cold showers. I mean, I yeah. think, I mean, and then if you want to go for a run every once in a while, go for a run. And if you don't have time, drop down and do 50 pushups real quick or 20 pushups or. Yeah. Living with a seal will show you what you can do when you're like at work at work. Yeah. yeah that, and that's a funny book. It's a fun book, but it's it's hilarious yeah. too. So, so we give you two recommendations today. Uh, a bonus recommendation, if you will, living with a seal. I mean, you you'll read that in a, in a couple of days. Oh my gosh! You know, these these are both uh, books written by uh, you know kind of macho males, but uh, ladies, they're absolutely applicable. Um, you know, there's there's some profane language, um, you know, which you know somebody may take offense to, but it's. Um, I think there's lessons to be learned, mm-hmm. uh, male and female, and uh, uh, people in general. <laughs> yeah, just, just if you want to be a better person, <laughs> yeah. you know, check them out. Uh, it's, it's an excellent read. So, and the reason we're saying living with seals because the seal in living with a seal, seal is, is David Goggins. Yeah. 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 So he he's uh, he's anonymous during that book. He's just called Seal, uh, which paints this picture this behemoth of a man but anyway it's kind of nice to know the the uh, face behind the name and uh, so anyway that's our recommendation this week that's our book review we'll see you guys next time